You're listening to Rhema for Today. Now, in Peter, in reciting, when he got back to Jerusalem, sure enough, they called him on the carpet, so to speak. And so he's testifying before them, and he's telling all of them about what happened to them, him, about Cornelius' vision, and about his vision. And then he says, and he showed me how he had sent an angel into his house, which stood and said to him, send men to Joppa and call for Simon, whose surname is Peter. Now notice, Acts 11, chapter 14, verse. Who, Peter, shall tell thee words, whereby thou and all thy house shall be saved. Hallelujah. Men are saved by hearing words. Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagen on his teaching, The Spirit-Filled Life, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagen for today's message. It's up to us to receive. Now, anyone who's saved, number two, number one, he's a gift. And God has already given the Spirit, poured him out on the day of Pentecost. And it's up to the individual to receive the gift. Now, number two, anyone who is saved is ready to receive the Holy Spirit. Too many times people think, you know, if I, could, if I could do a little more praying or something, you know. I remember I was conducting a meeting years ago in First Assembly of God Church in Pasadena, Texas, where Brother and Sister Goodwin that we speak of so often were pastors. Brother Osteen had back there then recently come in as a Baptist pastor, recently been baptized with the Holy Ghost, speaking with other tongues. He was out holding meetings and giving his testimony, but he would try to be home between my meetings and he had come day and night to the meeting. And so one morning after a Bible lesson, Brother Osteen, Brother Goodwin and myself were standing down here at the front talking and a lady came up. Shook hands with us and shook hands. Brother said, Brother Osteen, you remember me? He looked at her for a moment. She said, and then she called him. Oh, yeah, yeah. For he had pastored the Central Baptist Church uh, there in Baytown, Texas for 15 years. And she was a member of that church. Remember, oh, yeah, I remember you. I remember you. And so after renewing acquaintance with him and we got acquainted with her, she said, uh, you brethren pray for me. He said, since coming to these meetings, I've begun to see that the baptism of the Holy Ghost or being filled with the Holy Ghost is for me. Y'all pray for him. Well, uh, Brother, Brother Osteen is one of his former members, so he spoke up and said, uh, what for? Well, she said, I, 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 I've just got to do a little more digging. I don't know what she's going to dig for, but anyway, a little more digging. <laughs> Brother Osteen said, may I ask you a question? She said, surely. Do you believe that if you were to die this moment, just had a heart attack and fell dead here before you'd go to heaven? Well, certainly, she said. Well, he said, if you're good enough to go to heaven, you're good enough to get filled with the Spirit right now. <laughs> Amen. She immediately said to us, that's right, lay your hands on me, men, I'll be filled. We, I mean, we each one reached out and we didn't hardly touch her. She lifted both hands and began to speak with other tongues instantly. See, too many times people think, well, I gotta do a little more digging. Got to do a little more praying. Got to do more of this and that and the other. If you're saved and walking in fellowship with him 
And if you're saved, not in good fellowship, well, you can get in good fellowship immediately because if we confess our sins, he's faithful just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then number three that you need to know about the Holy Ghost, you need to expect him. The Holy Ghost is a divine personality. Amen. I was having a discourse, debate, if you want to call it that, with some folks on one occasion. They said to me, if you're not saved, we are. If we're not saved, you are, they said. I said, that's the best evidence in the world if you're not saved, because I know I am. <laughs> Amen. Well, we want to get together and discuss the scriptures. I said, well, I'm not interested in debating. I, I, from the time I was 17 years old, I got born again until I was 25 years old, I'd take anybody on. Because I could quote two-thirds of the New Testament and I'd just quote scripture till they shut up. <laughs> I mean, I shut every one of them up. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So we got together, three of them and one of me. I had my study Bible. I didn't preach out of it because it was real thick. I had to get hard to carry. I carried a smaller Bible. Well, we'd get to discussing scriptures, and they got a little rabbit path they run down through the New Testament, and they'd jump back in it. After about two hours of discussion, I said to them, now, I'm not discussing anymore because I got a service I got to get to tonight. If you don't agree, and I'll agree, take any subject you want to discuss, and we'll both stay on that one subject till we both agree to go to another subject. We won't just jump off on it. All right, we'll agree to it. I said, all right, what do you want to discuss? They said that Holy Ghost business. I knew right then they didn't know a thing in the world about him. I said, uh, what do you want to know about the Holy Ghost? They said, what is it? It ain't it, it's him. They said, what is it? I said, you tell me. Well, they said, Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you, their spirit and their life, said, there it is, Bible. See, right there in your hand. Oh, I said, I'm so glad you told me. I always wondered what that was that fell on Cornelius' household while Peter was yet speaking to him. I said, if the Bible that fell on them as big as mine, I might have knocked them all out. <laughs> the speaker got up and said to them, let's go home. I said, I don't blame you. I believe I'd stayed at home. I didn't know more about the New Testament than that. No, it's not it. It's him. Amen. Now expect him, the Holy Ghost, to give you utterance. Now notice what Acts 2, 4 said. They were all filled, everybody say filled, with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now one, how does he give you utterance? One translation reads, they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit prompted them to speak. So expect the Holy Ghost to prompt you, move on your vocal organs, put supernatural words in your mouth, which you're supposed to speak out in cooperation with him. I was conducting a meeting in December of 1950 in Jacksboro, Texas. Jacksboro is about 62 or 63 miles north and a little west of Fort Worth, Texas. I say that where people, because people know where the larger cities are, you know, but never heard some of the smaller ones. But a lady there, 
everybody's receiving the Holy Spirit, speaking with tongues. And so the lady of the church contacted her friend further west, about 150 miles further west, school teacher, and said, come down, because this lady had been seeking the baptism of the Holy Ghost or to be filled with the Spirit for 13 years. And so said, come down and get filled with the Spirit. Everybody's getting filled with the Spirit. Well, after school on a Friday afternoon, this lady drove down to Jacksboro. Now, she was in the Friday night. We didn't have day service. Friday night service, then Saturday night service. And she got in the line, but she hadn't heard any teaching. I laid hands on her, knew the Holy Ghost came on, knew that he gave her utterance. But I didn't have time to stop in the middle of a prayer line and give her a 45-minute, an hour Bible lesson. And so on Sunday morning, the pastor asked me to preach. Now, ordinarily, pastor preaches supposed to. But he felt led as will of God that I speak, and so I spoke. After that, I had spoken uh, and uh, turned it back to the pastor, and he's talking to the folks and about to dismiss them. These two ladies were sitting on the front pew here to my right. And so this lady that had, here's when I knew about it, didn't know I told you ahead of time. She stood up and said, Brother McMullen, my friend here, I contacted her. I told her everybody down there is getting filled with spirit. She's been seeking to baptism 13 years. And so she came down, and Brother Hagin laid, Brother Hagin laid hands on her last night, and Brother Hagin laid hands on her uh, night before last, Friday night, Saturday night. But she failed her. Wouldn't he lay hands on her again? She's got to go back this afternoon because she don't want to drive after night by herself, you know, 150 miles. Got to teach school tomorrow. And so he turned to me. I said, yeah, I'll lay hands on her. So she came up. I laid hands on her. I knew the Holy Ghost came on her. I knew that he gave her utterance, but that's no time to stop and give a Bible lesson right then, so I just ceased praying, turned around, walked away, turned it back to Brother McMullen. I walked back through the Sunday school annex and uh, went out toward the next parsonage next door, parking lot between that, and these ladies had come out the side door of the church and got in the car, and, and uh, they couldn't get out. Somebody parked too close behind them. But as I passed by and saw her, she looked so disappointed, so dejected, my heart just went out to her. And, and I knew exactly, so I just turned around and went back. Now, it's December, it's cold, and I, I knocked on the window was up. I knocked on the window in 1950s before we got the electric windows, and so she rolled the window down. <laughs> and knowing her, knowing her position and where the problem was, I opened my Bible to Acts that we read, opened my Bible, and I handed it to her no, she can read because she's a school teacher. I said, would you read that fourth verse, please? Acts 2, 4. Read it aloud. And she read, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now, I said, whom does that verse said did the speaking with tongues? Well, she said, it said the Holy Ghost did. I said, would you read that verse again? Read it aloud, please. And so she read it aloud. I said, asked the same question. She said the same answer. I said the third time, would you mind reading that verse again out loud? She read it aloud, gave me the same answer. I said, would you mind reading that verse again, fourth time? And she began to read, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began, why, 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 she says it said they did. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources, including messages that expound on this week's subject. Visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. 
This week's package is Ken Hagen's book, I Cannot Be Defeated and I Will Not Quit, using his lifelong motto as a foundation. Ken Hagen relates personal experiences and biblical principles aimed at helping you discover the conqueror within. Also, there's a special bonus that you'll receive. And I cannot be defeated and I will not quit wristband. Free for this week only. You'll receive this offer for the special price of $10. That is $5.95 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema. Org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Well, where are we going to be in Living Faith Crusades? I don't know. Y'all tell me. (laughs) I know I'm going somewhere. Well, August 21st through the 23rd, we're going to be in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Hey, I just work here. They tell me what to do. We tell you what to do, don't we? That's right. We're going to be in Albuquerque, New Mexico with Pastors Mike and Sherry Schaefer. Uh, That is at Church Alive. Hey, I'm excited about this. Can I tell about it? You can tell about it. What was it in 1972? I preached at a church in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Mike and Sherry were in the hippie movement at that time. Yes. And they were in that service, and they came forward and got saved. And then eventually came to Rhema and had been pastoring church uh, for years. And I'm so excited about getting to go there, getting to go to their church. That's right. And it's it's going to be a great time. That's That's it. That's in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Yes. uh, 21st of August. Through the 22nd August, 23rd of August. Church Alive. That's right. Service time and locations you can find on rhema.org. Tomorrow on Rhema for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagen's life-changing message. That's tomorrow on Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.